Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey folks, Dirk Bentley here. If you've seen one of my concerts, you know I'm all about energy. Performing, recording, traveling, being a husband and a father, it's a busy life. And I need to be 100% every day. So when my battery starts running low, I grab a sugar-free, vitamin-packed, five-hour energy shot. It tastes great, and it gets me back to 100% fast. Try it. It could work for your busy life, too. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com. Guys being dudes. What you call an icon living? Start a record label, Miss Fish just did it. Nylon, couple five minutes. Whoa, we are too hot in the business. Woo. About to make a movie independent. Woo. Need new trucks independent. Woo. I need you to listen to the vision. Woo. All your verses sound like dirty dishes. Woo. I'm about to clean them in the kitchen. Woo. And we making money by the minute. Woo. I'm about to do a way different. I am just an icon living. I am just an icon living. living. I, I, icon living. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. I'm Joe Marino of NDT Scouting and FanRag Sports, joined by Kyle Krabs, who's the founder and director of scouting with NDT Scouting, also with FanRag Sports. We are here for you on a Christmas Day edition of the Draft Dudes Podcast, and as I tease on Friday, we have a Christmas themed show planned for you uh, to get into today but before we do welcome to the show kyle and merry christmas to you hey merry christmas to you too um happy hanukkah to any listeners who may not be of the christian denomination um yeah this is a fun time of year right you know everybody's junk drawer gets a little fuller (laughs) you pick up some stuff you need some stuff you don't need and uh joe uh, we got some stuff to unpack first, but I would like to kind of tease this themed show. Uh, we are going to be putting presents under the tree for certain teams in the NFL. Uh, a gift, if you will. Uh, we are giving the gift of a player who is going to be in the 2018 NFL draft and pairing them with the team that would call them uh, a very welcomed addition to their, their organization and their depth chart. So I think it's a fun uh, fun exercise. We've got nine total gifts to give, and I'm in the giving mood. So um, it's, this should be a fun show. Outstanding, Kyle. Um, and, 
you know, it's Christmas, and there's another Christmas uh, on the horizon for uh, the NFL and for NFL draft analysts like ourselves. And, of course, I'm referring to the NFL draft, which will take place in late April, and uh, we are 121 days away from it. And, as you know, we've got a number here that relates to the amount of days that it is until the NFL draft, and that is 121, which is also the fewest games it has ever taken an NFL quarterback to reach 250 career touchdown passes done by Mr. Aaron Rodgers from 2005 to 2015. It took the man 121 games to hit 250 touchdown passes for his career. That's averaging more than two a game, Kyle. Yeah, uh, that's also a little stocking stuffer for Green Bay Packers fans who may have been a little put off by, <laughs> by uh, our poor one outs on Wednesday last week. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's an average of over 33 touchdowns per season. Mm. That's – Bonkers. That is a, an astronomical <laughs> pace. That really is. And um, I think when you look at Rodgers' career – to this point, um, it's it's really easy to take for granted because everybody wants to count rings. But what he's been able to accomplish in Green Bay, um, the consistency when he's been on the field, and just some of the throws that it's like it breaks every commandment of a quarterback that you're not supposed to do, and he does it, and he does it consistently, and, and is able to get away with it is just a, a really great testament to uh, – the total package where he's athletic, he's got good field vision, he's got the ability to avoid the rush, he's got great placement and a great arm. Uh, he's one of the all-time greats, and uh, I, I think it's he's one of the ones that's easily taken for granted because for so long it was Peyton Manning, and now it's Tom Brady and, and Ben Roethlisberger and these other guys in this era that uh, kind of water down the stats. But if you really just look at Aaron's full body work, he, he is absolutely one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. My, my jaw drops a handful of times every time I watched uh, Aaron Rodgers play quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's something that if I had to pick a quarterback, right, for next season to just be the quarterback for next season, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, man. He, he's just – he does things with the football that only he can do. His ability in clutch situations is just magic. At times, if you got a two-minute drill situation and you need a quarterback to lead you down the field, I'm picking Aaron Rodgers, man. Uh, so it's nice to redeem ourselves for the, uh, for the eh, well, I guess we can just call it not so kind words that we had for the Packers on Monday's show. Yeah, it was it was rough, but uh, Joe, you're talking about Christmas coming up, and you skipped over the Senior Bowl. And the biggest <laughs> gift of all was announced this past weekend when Baker Mayfield is coming to the 2018 Reese's Senior Bowl, and I am stoked. Yeah, dude, this is this was uh, something that I guess in hindsight I'm surprised that we even questioned that Baker was going to be part of it. You know, this dude's such a competitor, and I uh, for him not to take advantage of a chance to go out there and just play ball and and. and uh, and show that he's, you know, 
belongs at the top of this quarterback class was something that we probably shouldn't have overlooked. But my goodness, uh, Baker is is just the icing on the cake of of what has been an, a tremendous compilation of talent that the Senior Bowl staff has put together this year. And um, you know, it's going to be really fun to watch these quarterbacks because there's a lot of disparity in this group. I mean, we've got uh, you know we got the kid from Richmond, we've got the kid from Troy now, we've got Mason Rudolph, we've got Luke Falk. We've got Baker Mayfield, and so, you know, I think it's going to be sink or swim, swim and, and, and there's going to be some separation, obviously, uh, between these quarterbacks here in Mobile. But, man, that, that was a heck of, uh, of, some, of some news to find out here at the end of last week. Yeah, you can't see it right now, but I'm doing the quagmire head bob. <laughs> giggity, 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 giggity. I'm, I'm ready to roll, man. Let's pack up now. Let's go down to Mobile. We'll stake up early. Um, and somebody did ask me on, on Twitter, is Baker going to see you with the handlebar mustache? And, um, I would answer that with, I am planning on arriving in mobile with the handlebar mustache as per the, uh, parameters of our bet, Joe, but I don't know if I'm going to keep it for camera work. I'm undecided. I'm, I'm still on the fence here. Um, <laughs> But one more thing that should not be overlooked about the quarterback group at the Senior Bowl here, Joe, is there's seven, there's two teams, and we have an odd number. Mm-hmm. We're getting one more, mm-hmm. and his name's Josh Allen. I'm calling him a shot right now. He is going to get that uh, culinary elective class in that he has to take over the winter semester or whatever BS class. Uh, maybe it's not a BS class. Maybe it is a class that he actually needs for his degree, one of the um, uh, required courses for that. But either way, uh, he walked and received a diploma already. Uh, he announced he's coming out and entering the NFL draft, and he was a few credits short. Well, you know, this semester, this winter semester is probably going to be over in two weeks. So I don't think you're going to find any traction until that comes to pass. But in what world is he not going to graduate and, and pass those classes knowing what's at stake? Yeah, no, he's – So we're also yeah. – you're, you're going to I, – I really think you're going to be adding his name to the list as we go. And that'll be fun. I think for Josh, I know it's, it's easy to take jabs at him for – you know his inconsistencies and some of the praise that he gets from uh, you know the big media guys, but you know I think the biggest thing for Josh is to go down to Mobile and prove uh, prove what he can do, show off that arm. That's that's absolutely beautiful when he throws a football, and and you know him as a person that I think will win over a lot of these NFL personnel people, and and it just it makes a lot of sense. He has a lot to prove, and that is a perfect stage to showcase that he can do it. Here's my last dilemma. With Josh, right. last thing I'm going to say, um, I was reading tweets throughout the Idaho Potato Bowl uh, this past weekend, and everybody's going nuts about Josh throwing three first down or first quarter touchdown passes, um, talking about how he's got all the skills you need, a tremendous arm, and he's going to blow away the interview portion of the process. So if you put an all-world package with a blue-chip arm, with a great head on his shoulders, where's the disconnect? And that's an honest question. Now, for everybody to walk away and say, he's got everything you want, he's got a great arm, he's got great athletic traits, and between the ears, he's super sharp. Why is 
they're less than 58% completion percentage and a lot of turnovers and bonehead throw. Like, uh, look, I know that the cast that he's working with is not the cast he will have at the NFL level. But quarterbacks, especially at the college level, elevate the people around them so much. And if he's honestly the prospect that he's being billed as, I genuinely cannot tell you why he checks literally every box and the film is so irregular and so poor. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting and – uh, you know someone's going to snatch him up, man. It's going to happen. Um, and he's looking at you, John Elway. <laughs> John Elway, that's his kind of guy. Yeah, and and you, you know if that turns out to to not materialize into Josh Allen being a great quarterback, I mean John Elway will have a really poor resume when it comes to the the quarterback position between, you know, thinking Trevor Simeon can be a bridge quarterback and, and then selecting Paxton Lynch in the first round who was never worthy of such a high selection and having no real plan uh, outside of those two guys has, has just been a, a real waste for what is a championship caliber defense over there in Denver. And, and John Elway's failed to get a competent quarterback to orchestrate that offense and complement that defense. Uh, you know, so if Josh Allen winds up being a Denver Bronco, uh, you know, you want to talk about a guy that uh, uh, should be really sweating it out. And that's Mr. John Elway for, um, you know, for putting his, you know, hitching his trailer to that wagon. First of all, how dare you disrespect 2017 QB one, Chad Kelly. Okay. They brought in QB one, Chad Kelly. To yeah, Denver. Yeah. In the seventh, in the seventh round. <laughs> in the seventh yeah. round, yeah. Uh, that was a fun uh, fun narrative to see play out. Joe, we got top plays today. Yes. You have a top play for us? I do, Kyle, and this is... Oh, good, good. This is a... I'm, I'm, I'm leading off, I guess, here. Yeah, go ahead. You're, you're, and, you're and hitting I, lead. Um, man, I'll tell you. I don't know if you got a chance to see this, Kyle, this, uh, this touchdown pass that Josh oh, Allen Lord. threw. In the famous Idaho Potato Bowl against the Central Michigan Chippewas, and what the, can, can, just a quick little segue? What the hell were they thinking with this uniform combination? I mean, not you, good. I, I uh, <laughs> I've never been so confused watching a game, and then on top of that, it's on the blue field. I mean, that was just one of the most visually awkward uh, football games I've ever seen. But uh, yeah, you know, Kyle, I got to go with it, man. I'm talking about his third touchdown pass. Uh, from the 45-yard line where he uh, is, is faced with a cover three look. And uh, the, the wide receiver on the outside, he runs a, uh, a just a vertical route right up the seam, right between the, two, the two-thirds. Uh, and uh, the, the middle safety bites up, and, and he, the wide receiver gets separation over top. And Josh Allen just launches one perfectly placed over the shoulder in the bucket uh, for a touchdown, his third touchdown of the first quarter. And that, sir is my play of the week, and it's multi-purpose one for, obviously, I think it was a great play, but I just didn't know if you got a chance to see it, Kyle, and I wanted to remind you of it. Yeah, I only saw about 80 gifs of it on Twitter during the game, so I appreciate that. Yeah. They should have renamed this the PP and Kaka Bowl because the colors here <laughs> are so hideous. What's and it, it, it's like <laughs> PP and Kaka Bowl? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, that's gonna be sound bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go right. off mute here and just take take this one off the air. Go, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> yeah, just hang up and listen. Uh, yeah, it was a great throw. 
It shows all of the traits, you know, when everything is in sync. And I will say this about Josh. I really like his ability to collect out of his drops and get his entire body into his throws when he keys up and throws deep. The accuracy is not always there, but as far as hitting the back of his drop, initiating it, and you know, that release mechanic, that was really clean. That looked really nice. So, Joe, I, I guess I can respect it. Uh, my top play. Did a little film study on uh, Maryland wide receiver DJ Moore Jr., who has declared for the 2018 NFL Draft. Uh, this guy managed to eclipse 1,000 yards this year with four different quarterbacks throughout the course of the season. Uh, they lost, I believe, I know they lost their their starting quarterback at the end of the third quarter against Texas in the season opener for the year. And I believe they also lost their second-string quarterback in that game. So this guy played almost the entire season with like third and fourth string quarterbacks. Still got over 1,000 yards, had 80 catches. Uh, they had a play against Towson, and listen, I know it's Towson, but when you describe and then go see the play, I think you'll understand why it was such a treat anyway and why I had to showcase it. Um, they run a jet sweep. And Moore's aligning on the left-hand side of the line of scrimmage, jetting to the right side, the near side of the field. And he receives the ball at the snap, and he takes about two steps, and he's collisioned by a defensive end. Look, I know it's a Towson defensive end, but DJ Moore's probably 210. And this college defensive end is not 210. And uh, the guy runs right at, like, it's a perfectly synced hit. They hit each other in stride. He collapses more about three, four yards into the backfield. And then DJ Moore decides he's had enough. And he pushes this guy off of him, turns up the field. He's now lost about seven yards into the backfield, hits jukes on two separate defenders on the boundary, slips another tackle with physicality running up the field, uh, turns north-south, is able to weave his way through some blockers, shreds off one more tackle inside the 15-yard line, and ends up in the end zone for a play that should have been a loss of six uh, is is a 20-plus yard touchdown run. And it's kind of an embodiment of what Moore gives you. Uh, I see some Percy Harvin qualities as a bar, ball carrier here. He's shorter. He's stocky, just like Harvin was. Uh, but he's really clean as a receiver, too. Uh, he, I think he's got some nice polish as a receiver as far as route running and addressing the ball uh, as a receiver at the catch point. So really exciting player. I'm, I'm looking forward to him generating some buzz because he's a really special open field athlete. And that, that play was an embodiment of that. Real quick, i got to put you on the spot before we move on. And this yeah, let's was, go. Uh, this is a question that uh, I received on Friday from Riley Allman. And he had a really bad take in saying that Anthony Miller, the Memphis wide receiver. Oh, I, I, I heard the terrible take. Yeah. yeah, so it's not one of the top ten wide receivers, but he said, give me DJ Moore. And so maybe they're close for you, but if you had to you know, kind of be pushed into a corner and pick Anthony Miller, wide receiver Memphis, or DJ Moore, wide receiver Maryland, which one are you taking? I think Miller's more slot, and Moore is more boundary as a Z receiver more of a true vertical guy. Whereas uh, Miller, I want to be the mismatch that can work the middle of the field and, and work against, um, man, that's tough. I, I would say that Moore is definitely 
a more physical player than what Miller is. Miller's definitely more refined, and Miller's probably got better hands. I just think their roles aren't equivalent. I think where I would use them would be different places. So if I needed more of a slot guy that can play the boundary, I'd probably go Miller if I want um, a dynamic boundary guy that I'm not necessarily working a whole lot in the slot, but I can get more packages for him uh, as far as you know, working out of the backfield, being a ball carrier. I mean, the, the guy came on and, and punted at one point this year. He's a kick returner, punt returner as well. A uh, really versatile kid. If I need that versatility, I'm, I'm probably leaning DJ Moore. All right. Joe, should we uh, give out some gifts? Yes. Uh, it's time for some gift giving. Uh, the gift that keeps on giving the Draft Dudes podcast. And we have nine teams that we have paired the perfect player and put them under the tree for this NFL franchise to help their team become a better version of itself in 2018. Joe, um, how about we lead off with the Baltimore Ravens because we both gifted a player, great minds think alike, Mm -hmm. to the Baltimore Ravens. Would you be so kind and do the honors? Yes, uh, we'd be glad to. I, um, I had a mock draft that dropped today on FanRagSports.com, and so uh, one of my most favorite picks that I was able to uh, mock was Dallas Goder, the tight end from South Dakota State to the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, when you think about this Baltimore team, you know that it's lacking in terms of weapons. And I think that Joe Flacco, whether it's been Dennis Pitta or Dallas Clark for a season or uh, even what they're getting from Benjamin Watson right now. Joe Flacco's at his best when he has that tight end to work with that he can rely on and work the middle of the field. And uh, I think Dallas Goder would just be a tremendous addition to this offense. He really fits the trajectory of today's NFL tight end where they're able to line up in line, flexed out, wide, out of the backfield. He runs nuanced routes. He knows how to separate, and his ball skills are just tremendous. If you want a guy that can win at the catch point and elevate for the football and adjust and adjust to the trajectory of the ball and have that alpha mentality, man, you you got to get your eyes on this Dallas Godert, and his hands are outstanding. And uh, he's just a consistent receiver. He's dominated at South Dakota State for several years now. I mean, just off the charts production. I think he's got a tremendous skill set. You give him to this Ravens offense, and it gives uh, Mr. Joe Flacco the middle of the field weapon that he needs uh, on an offense that is desperate for playmakers. Yeah, Joe, we're we're in the mood to give out playmakers. I gave out coincidentally. Maryland wide receiver DJ Moore to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, just got done giving the spiel here, so I'm not going to beat the dead horse too hard. But I would say this. Um, Baltimore, Maryland, Maryland University, uh, right there in the backyard. You know, th- this is – I always love to see teams that take advantage of their geographical surroundings and, and – um, they are in close proximity to the University of Maryland. So uh, they will know DJ Moore as well, if not better than anybody in the country when it's all said and done. And um, a guy that can, quote unquote, take the top off the defense and be a big play guy and supplement in special teams and uh, can impact the ball, touch the ball, uh, 10, 15 times a game if you get him return duties on top of being a receiver and, 
potentially trying to get him uh, some work in the screen game, which he's very effective. Uh, I like the fit with the style of offense that the Ravens have played. They like to pound the rock. You know, they'll take some vertical shots off of that, and DJ Moore can be very effective in that area as well. So uh, Ravens, DJ Moore, this is my gift to you, Baltimore. Kyle, next up, I think we will go ahead and give gifts to our respective favorite teams. And I'll lead off here with the Buffalo Bills, who have two first-round picks to go with their two second-round picks and several others along the way. Uh, with with one of those first-round picks, or maybe even both, I think this is about improving uh, Sean McDermott's defense and giving him the personnel that he needs to succeed. And uh, the guy that I think would just be so perfect for this Buffalo Bills defense is Taven Bryan, the defensive tackle from Florida. Newsflash, the draft dudes are Taven Bryan fans. If you haven't picked that up along the way between our written work and the podcasts and tweets – uh, you are living under a rock. And so uh, when you look at this Bills defense, I mean, this this tandem, this defensive tackle tandem of Kyle Williams and Marcel Darius is no longer a thing. Darius is in Jacksonville, and Kyle Williams is 34 years old, and he's a free agent at the end of the season. His his play has declined this year. And uh, you know, I don't know if he'll be back for next season or not, but in either case, Taven Bryan – uh, being the new anchor of this defensive tackle rotation, I think is is something that would be awesome for Sean McDermott's defense. Uh, just his ability to to get off the football and win reps and and and, uh, and show good hand technique and shed blocks is something the Bills really lack right now. If you watch Buffalo's pass rusher, uh, their even their run defense, guys just get stuck on blocks. They really have a hard time disengaging. Well, that's not something David Bryan has uh, ha- can relate to. This dude can get off blocks and make plays. And so when you think about that K1 short roll. In, in Sean McDermott's defense, what he had in Carolina. Uh, Taven Bryan, I think, would be a nice player to kind of fulfill those duties and give Buffalo a true playmaker in the middle of the defense. You've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my family's going to a concert in the park, and we want our style to be the main attraction. Rock over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now get up to 50% off jeans from 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Up to 50% off jeans for the family? That's music to my ears. Plus, now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online, pick up in store. It's fun, fast, and free. Styles that take center stage and free pick up in store when I buy online? Old Navy, here we come. High Fashion, Old Navy. About 720 to 729, select styles only. Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu, Tidal Premium, 15 gigabytes, mobile hotspot, and full HD. Atlas, we need to shout that from the rooftops. Best deal ever. I didn't mean literally. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit Sprint.com slash Unlimited or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan for Sprint account. Features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new line subject to credit. Third dollar activation fee speed. Maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. Yeah, Joe, you know, one team um, that the Bills did not have trouble getting off of blocks against, <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. And that's why my gift to the Miami Dolphins is to give them their first good interior offensive lineman, Mike Pouncey, aside like half the time since like Richie Incognito when they ran him out of town. So my gift to the Miami Dolphins is offensive guard Quentin Nelson uh, of Notre Dame. Uh, whew, this would be a nice upgrade. Uh, there's been some musical chairs at the guard position for the Dolphins team for five years or so now, and it's uh, it's really kind of shackled the offense as far as you go uh, a player you're comfortable with 
a stopgap player you're not comfortable with, a player you're comfortable with that has durability issues, a player that's a stopgap player that you're not comfortable with, and then a questionable first-round pick. So that formula for an offensive line is no bueno. So I want to take Laramie Tunsil, and I want to put Quentin Nelson right between him and Mike Pouncey. And at least you can say half of your offensive line is good, which is something the Dolphins have not been able to say for a very, very long time. That is why my gift to the Miami Dolphins is Quentin Nelson. Now, Joe, All right. one thing each one of us also did with our gift giving this year is we picked the local team. You know, it makes sense. We know these teams very well. Uh, we, we are exposed to the coverage about them on a daily basis. So why don't you tell us who you gifted to keep pounding? <laughs> keep pounding. The Carolina Panthers, you know what? I think one of the uh, little talked about storylines in the NFL this year is James Bradbury's regression. He was awesome last year as a rookie, but uh, he's really taken a step back this year. Uh, Daryl Ward's been flashy, but overall very inconsistent on the other side of him. And so I really think that Carolina needs some stability outside and, uh, and at a minimum some competition to get, get the most out of these players. And, and I'd really like to see them snatch up Denzel Ward. And, and so my gift to them is Ohio State cornerback Denzel Ward. He's really played that lockdown corner role on a very good Ohio State Buckeyes defense this year. Uh, he's got 15 pass breakups to go with a couple of interceptions. I thought he's fared well against the best receivers he's faced this season. And uh, when you look at this NFC South, and you're going to be going up against prolific receivers like Julio Jones and Mike Evans and Michael Thomas, that's 40% of your games is against those types of receivers, at least. And then, you know, obviously the other great receivers that are throughout the NFL that is going to be inevitably on NFL, every NFL schedule, you know, you've got to have you've got to have guys that can cover. And I think Denzel Ward would be the right guy to add to this mix uh, to uh, to you know be opposite James Bradbury, give him some competition, and really get the most out of this trio, which I think all three can play. Uh, but um, you know I think that Worley and Bradbury need to really turn the corner uh, in their third seasons, and and Ward would be a nice player to add to this mix and get some competition and and get some uh, you know and just improve the depth and the starters uh, with this Carolina pass defense. So uh, Merry Christmas, Carolina! I'm giving you a corner. Yeah, you know, there's a few positions where I really feel like you can't, there's no such thing as too much depth, right? And corner is one of those spots where you have to have at least three or four deep at the corner position. So, Joe, I like that gift for keep pounding. Uh, My next one is for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles are a team that uh, is probably going to have a lot of regret for the way the season ended up just because they had some hard luck, right? You know, Carson Wentz goes down. Jason Peters went down earlier in the year, and the hot streak kept running. And uh, so far, they're uh, they're sitting 1-0. They played tonight against the Oakland Raiders at home, uh, a game I th- also realistically think that they should walk away from with a win. But um, my gift for the Philadelphia Eagles is you have a franchise quarterback. You have one stalwart offensive tackle. I'm going to give you the long-term replacement for Jason Peters, and it's probably not who you think because I'm not going to give you Connor Williams. I'm not going to give you Mike McGlinchey. I'm not going to give you Chukwuma Okorafor from Western Michigan. I'm going to give you Ohio State offensive tackle Jamarco Jones. I really feel like this guy's size, length, mobility at the point of attack, functional play strength. It meshes really well 
with how the Eagles have asked Jason Peters to play left tackle uh, the past year, two years. You know, as he's gotten older, he's gotten a little less dynamic, a little less quick. Uh, but Jamarco Jones can step right into that role and be a guy that can uh, win by turning you out. He can win by crossing your face, working his hips across your body and, and squaring you out. He can win driving you off the line of scrimmage. He's got length to protect as a pass protector. His film's really good, like really good. And Ohio State has a really strong track record of putting offensive tackles through in recent years that have found success at the NFL level. So I watched Jamarco Jones's tape. I look at the Philadelphia Eagles, the long-term holes on the roster. There's not too many. So, okay, we can start looking at positional need here. Where can we find a good marriage? And Jamarco Jones offensive tackle from Ohio state is my gift to the Philadelphia Eagles because it's going to continue to solidify that offensive line in the long term as Jason Peters begins to consider life after football. Joe, we, uh, we have two more gifts to give each, one of which is a joint gift. Why don't you give away your last solo gift, and then we'll do the joint gift last. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my, my floating gift here, as we'll call it, is for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And if Pittsburgh would like to dethrone the Patriots as the AFC champions, they are going to have to have somebody that can handle Rob Gronkowski. If you go back to that game a few weeks ago, um, Gronk just abused them, like he does most teams. And, um, you know, Sean Davis has really struggled. I liked Sean coming out. I thought he was really physical. I thought he could excel in an in-the-box role and, and covering tight ends and stuff. But, man, he's he's really not lived up to that. Um, how about Derwin James? Florida State safety is my Christmas gift to the Pittsburgh Steelers, a guy that I think has the size and athletic ability and physicality and play strength to, to match up with Gronk as best you can, right? And uh, also give them that type of enforcer that they want Sean Davis to be, to come up and, and cover short zones and, and attack on the quick passes and uh, really just be that extra tackler, the guy that can really fly into the boundary or even into the box and make tackles. So, you know, I think that he would be a nice, interchangeable, versatile piece for this this Pittsburgh Steelers defense, and, and really give them a guy that can help take away Gronk because you know he's, he he abuses the Steelers. And you know I think when you look at both teams, you know the shelf life of these quarterbacks, Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger, is uh, it's got to be going down, right? Probably uh, very soon. And so you know if you're gonna if you're gonna be able to to make another run at this thing, taking away Gronk's going to be an important piece of that for Pittsburgh. And Derwin James would be a guy for them to target and, and get that done. Joe, my last solo gift to give is for the, I guess we'll call them the Los Angeles or Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> Oakland Raiders. I don't know what to call me. The Raiders. Raiders. That's what we'll call them. <laughs> so, the Raiders. I'm going to give them the gift of a running back that I feel like can step into the kind of role that they wanted. Um, you know, they they kind of catered their running game to Marshawn Lynch this year. But Marshawn hadn't played in a while. He's older than 30 and uh, looked as though he could potentially be on the decline before he walked away from football for a couple years. So uh, Oakland really got away from that power running game. It's more inside zone. And he's 
turned it on a little bit here towards the back end of the year, but I mean, nobody's going to be mistaking Marshawn for the long-term solution. So I'm going to give the Raiders my prospect who I'm comparing to Marshawn Lynch. And that is Nick Chubb, University of Georgia. Obviously the medicals here are a big question, but Chubb, balance, physicality, power, pad level, leg drive, uh, yards after contact. Those are all staples of Marshawn Lynch's games. They are all staples of Nick Chubb's game. Nick Chubb has good vision. He's effective enough with his feet that he can kind of slide laterally. So if they want to run the inside zone stuff, they still can. If they want to get back to what their offensive line really does well, which is gap power, they can do that. And I think Nick would be just fine there. So uh, the Raiders, they, they made a move to kind of upgrade the running game this year, and it didn't pan out. So my response is I want to give them a youthful version of a back that can fit the mold of what their vision was for their running game when they brought on Marshawn Lynch. Kyle, the last one that we have slated is a joint gift. And we we did this independently where we, we, you know, on our own, we came up with the five presents we wanted to hand out. And we had one that turned out to be a mutual uh, choice. And we have a gift for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kyle, I'll give you honors on this and I'll, uh, I'll, uh, respond with some of my thoughts on on this gift Uh, i want us to give it together joe on the e in three i'm gonna count to three all right okay so it'll be three go say the name we're gonna give this gift to the tampa bay buccaneers together one two three bradley Bradley chubb defensive end north carolina state that that is a a match made in heaven is it not i'll let you have the floor here yeah, it's too good, right? I mean, uh, you look at this Tampa Bay defense, and they cannot get after the quarterback to save their lives. I think they have something like 18 sacks right now, dead last in the NFL. I mean, they're just not getting home. I watched and covered the game, the the Atlanta game for FanRag Sports uh, last Monday night, and uh, it was just painful to watch this pass rush try to get after Matt Ryan. They couldn't do it. Obviously, you know, Gerald McCoy was out and stuff, and but, man, they're just, they're just not getting there. And so, you know, if they're going to continue to play this 4-3 scheme and uh, we'll see what happens with their coaching staff next year, I mean, they need a guy uh, to play defensive end like Bradley Chubb, who's a really refined pass rusher, uh, great hand usage. He's got a lot of power. He knows how to soften angles and get after the quarterback. He plays the run really well. He's coming off back-to-back seasons with more than 20 for tackles for loss and double-digit sacks. And, uh, you know, look, uh, uh, the icing on the cake here for Buccaneers fans is he didn't go to Clemson. And so we don't have to deal with uh, the, the Buccaneers fans who inevitably every single year uh, get pissed off at me for mocking them or suggesting a Clemson defensive end uh, to them. So uh, you, you don't have to deal with that label. You get a really outstanding football player. And if Tampa Bay comes out of the top ten with Bradley Chubb, uh, that would be tremendous. And, and our mutual gift to Tampa Bay this year is Bradley Chubb, defensive end, North Carolina State. Great minds think alike. Joe, I have one parting question for you. I ran this poll on Twitter this weekend, and I want your take. You said on Friday you were disappointed you didn't get any food takes. Mm. So I'm putting you on the spot. What is your stance on eggnog? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Kyle, this might not be a good way to end the podcast. Because it's not that I'm going to sit here and tell you that it's good. It's not that I'm going to sit here and tell you that it's bad. I'm going to sit here and tell you that I've never had it. Oh, <laughs> my lord. Guess who's getting coal in their stocking today, Joe? <laughs> you are. 
Never had it, man. I don't know if it's good. It doesn't look good. I'm not. A, it seems like it's thick and white. That doesn't. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's usually a bad combo. Um, not my flavor, man. Listen, you ever have you? So you've never had like a white Russian? I've, uh, no, no, I've, no, never had it. Okay, so we got to branch out. Listen, eggnog. I think you put bourbon in eggnog. I think it's fantastic. It's got a a little warmth to it, um, so that maybe maybe we'll have to. Uh, I know the last time you went on on a branch and tried something which was an oyster, uh, that that experience didn't go too well for you. So maybe we'll have to try and branch you out and and get you some some bourbon laced eggnog and see what you think. All right, man. <laughs> uh, so on that very low key note we are going to wrap up today's christmas episode of the draft dudes we would like to thank you all so very much for taking the time out of your day to listen to us uh, give gifts to some of the teams around the league uh, we gave gifts to eight nfl franchises today um, if you have a player that you feel like is the perfect gift for an nfl franchise as a match made in heaven please let us know you can reach us on twitter joe is at the joe marino I am at NDT Scouting. We love interacting with you guys. Uh, also, make sure that you swing over to NDTScouting.com. We're doing a lot of great coverage on the bowl games, especially now as we're getting to some, uh, some of the more prominent teams in the bowl games. The Power 5 uh, teams are starting to pick up their, their bowl schedule a little bit. Uh, we're going to be on top of that with previews and post games for you. Make sure you guys are always in the know. Uh, if you did not get a chance to check out Joe's uh, six-pack of draft takes from last Thursday, highly recommend you swing over to NDT and check that out as well. Uh, I am Kyle Krabs, signing off with Joe Marino. This is the Draft Dude Podcast. I hope you guys have a great holiday, and we will catch up with you all again on Wednesday. the high fashion hotline hi my family's going to a concert in the park and we want our style to be the main attraction rock over to old navy old navy yep right now get up to 50 percent off jeans from 15 bucks for adults 10 bucks for kids at old navy and oldnavy.com up to 50 percent off jeans for the family that's music to my ears plus now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online pick up in store it's fun fast and free styles that take center stage and free pickup in store when i buy online old navy here we come high fashion old navy about 720 to 729 select styles only You've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my family's going to a concert in the park, and we want our style to be the main attraction. Rock over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now get up to 50% off jeans from 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Up to 50% off jeans for the family? That's music to my ears. Plus, now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online, pick up in store. It's fun, fast, and free. Styles that take center stage and free pick up in store when I buy online? Old Navy, here we come. High Fashion, Old Navy. About 720 to 729, select styles only. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.